Yeah, let's testify and give glory to God. Who'd like to go first? My brother Vivit, this is Ernie. I'd like to say hello to everyone and hello, yes, hello to this uh, wonderful group. Uh, just give, give glory and praise to God for this uh, wonder, the tremendous anointing that he puts us to, that we receive from him every morning in our morning encounters and the answered prayers. And Brother Russell, uh, Brother, Brother, Russell Brother Servios, um, reflections that I like to um, even pass on to uh, some of my um, friends and the people that I know and relatives that are overseas, uh, in Papua New Guinea. Uh, and just the, I, I just like to um, yeah, give glory, glory to praise to our, our God who is always the voice that I always hear, even at work, that I constant, even though um, sometimes I uh, I don't know what to think. The, the, the devil can be sometimes all the time, even at uh, people sometimes say that I wish I had a job and, and, and stuff like that. And they think that they're missing out on a lot. But... Uh, and the devil can be there even if you have even if we have jobs sometimes we with the with young people who are just starting out on the work in the workforce they um, sometimes may have a, have in mind that they could be working there for a few months and they start to think oh yeah gee I need to I'm sick of this now I, I want to go to another job you know they have that sort of like uh, they can be sort of like tempted to sort of like uh, that everything they'll be right, they can just get a job, you know, straight away. But I've experienced a lot, a lot of these cases where people, the young people, can come and work at a place for a couple of months, and then they just go and say, "No, I'll be okay. I can get a job, you know, find a job any, anyhow." But um, they sometimes they do, uh, and often they have uh, cases that they. Uh, when they come to reality check that when they do leave the job, uh, they sense the, that they uh, can't, you know, it's not as easy to just go and find a job, just um, how the way they expect it. So, and, you know, they get phone calls, you know, ringing back that they want the job back, but um, sometimes uh, they, they uh, miss out so, you know, the there was always there, sort of like um, in all cases and stuff like that. So, uh, I'm glad that these um, the word of God now that people who experience these sessions and stuff like that can sort of rec recognize this and discern this kind of um, uh, torment tormented thoughts and stuff like that. Like that, they can discern, you know, when they're getting an attack, especially when they become stressed for nothing uh, without really understanding, you know, why. But, and I think the, the word that the word of God that He, um, that they, that he gives us a spirit of um, strength and assurance, and, um, and we do not get 
afraid and get our, our thoughts all unorganized and uh, disarrayed, we know that we are under some spiritual attacks. And it's a blessing that um, these that these sessions, that the knowledge and grace that um, that we can go to the Bible and also like obey and hear his words sometimes when we're not um, certain what people say and sometimes when we have doubts we can just go back to the scriptures and see the Lord because he has for he has the final anointing the final um, say he stands alone in his words so we can just check and reproof and correct things that we can sometimes you know at times we can sort of like uh, make uh, mistakes so we can sort of like reprove ourselves and we define things properly so we can get back on the right path. And I think that these teachings alone uh, are strengthening, strengthening us all the time and the, some people are suffering spiritual attacks that they can find a place like this to come and get some enlightenment, especially when they find that they can't do it themselves. They get over anxious and stuff like that, that they can become humble enough to come out of their dark places and come to these kind of places where they need help. And God is the only one that I find his word, his, his word is spirit and, it's in, and his knowledge can bring you out and it's only he's the greatest physician for people who are you know kind of uh, sick and who are lost this is the place where that no other um uh, where, uh, to me no other medications or therapy that the word of god can bring him back from a uh, dark place and the lost they can find themselves I thank the Lord for his uh, tremendous anointing, his truth his, can um, penetrate right through our soul and spirit making uh, discern what the truth is. I thank the Lord for every for everything. And I thank uh, that also that uh, the when it's not only for ourselves, we can pray for others who are all the time who are in these places, not because um, we already so because I experience these um, and understand these kind of places and how unsettling and how um, uh, how easily that people can give up on their faith and that because the devil's there always suggesting things and stuff like that we can be misled so let's go back to let's stay on uh, the spirit of truth the comforter is always calling and you can hear his voice all the time and we cannot we are nothing without him and i've never experienced such a power that um in our so we can redeem ourselves and the power of anointing that comes over us. And I thank the Lord and the angels that he's given us, the ministering spirits that can help us find our way 
and guide us through the darknesses in our difficult moments. And I look at the difficult moments now as not much so much uh, as a frightening and fearful way, but uh, it's a now ch- uh, just a challenge to look through the scriptures and just do um, a quick enlightening um, of the spirit to redeem ourselves. And I thank everyone. I thank um, you, Brother um, Vivek, and I thank uh, my brother uh, Russell for his uh, very um, deep um, revelations that he gives and stuff like that. So we can sort of fight our battles ourselves and, and say prayers to our God directly and um, yeah, to help us stand in our feet. I thank you, everyone. I thank you, Sister Shanine, you know, Brother Savio, um, and everyone for the uh, great words. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Sonny, thank you. Uh, anyone else would like Yeah, praise God. Praise the Lord, brother. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for blessing our group. And thank you, Jesus, for all the miracles and especially for our own guardian angels, as Brother Ernie said, who are always with us. And thank you that my guardian angel always gets me up on time for the morning encounter with the Lord. It's such an anointed blessing. And thank you, Jesus, for Brother Russell, Brother Vic, Brother Sabu, Sister Shanine, and all the prayer partners. Thank you, Jesus, and God bless you all. And um, this morning, I saw a person who had difficulty in walking. And as I walked past, I remembered that someone else a while back had a similar issue who was healed with Proverbs 4.12. The NRSV says, when you walk, your step will not be hampered. And if you run, you will not stumble. And the Holy Spirit, with my guardian angel, gave me the boldness to approach this person and say that I knew of someone with a similar issue that was healed by reciting a scripture verse with belief, as in Hebrews 4.12 it says that the word of God is alive and active, sharper than a double-edged sword. And praise the Lord, this person's face lit up, and I then gave them Proverbs 4.12 and explained to recite it with belief as often as possible and to spend time daily reading the Bible. And thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll be following up again as I saw this person walking off already a lot stronger. Thank you, Jesus. Praise, God. Praise Jesus. you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you, sister. Thank you so God much. Bless God bless you. God bless you. Yes, who would like to go next? I'll go next, uh, Brother Vivek. Yes, good. Yes. Um, last this week, actually, uh, firstly, good evening, everyone. Um, want to give praise and thanks and glory and honor to God. Uh, I think it's so easy for us to receive so many blessings during the week that when we come here, um, we 
we sort of just take it for granted and we don't even remember what sometimes, or at least me, I speak for myself, I don't remember what I've received during the week. So this week I said, you know, uh, I'm going to make a note of every small blessing, however small it is. I'm going to make a note in my book as and when I receive it so that I don't, I can, I, I don't forget about it. And some of those blessings has been, firstly, I thank God. It's been my first week of work in the new job. Um, and the, I know that God went before me. He, he made all those crooked paths straight. And week one has been so amazing. It's like as I didn't move into a new job because I went in and I felt like I, I sort of knew what was happening and this cannot be me this can only be be god and for that i truly give him so much praise and thanks and there no amount of thanks is is enough for that uh during the week i had a friend who was going for colonoscopy and so i just sent her a message in the morning uh, as i was praying with uh, brother russell i remember that that the, her colonoscopy was on the day. Um, so as I was praying in tongues, I um, uh, soon after that, I just sent her a message saying, thinking of you and praying in a very special way that your colonoscopy goes well. And it was so good to get a message back from her saying that, oh, thank you so much for your prayers. I've just taken the papers in the hospital and I've written my name and address on it and I get your message. And so if I don't know, if, if, if I cannot think that that's God working, then there's something wrong with me. But, but it is definitely God who made me send that message at that time. Um, Brother Vivek, I felt you were talking to me last week during the preaching. Because earlier in the week on Wednesdays, I actually have a church, small group Bible study that I attend. And the, the topic for discussion at that Bible study was... Um, how, you know, how do we pray or how do we get the presence of, of God uh, in our prayers? And it's not about just going in and asking and asking and asking and asking. And at the point in, at that point in time on that Wednesday, I thought to myself, oh, you know, I thank God. I sit in prayer and I thank God for so many, many, many things. Uh, but how do I get into the silence of, of prayer that um, that this person is talking about. Um, and then when I came last Friday, uh, the topic was, you know, especially towards the end when you actually got us into that, into that presence. I really felt that presence at that point in time. And I said, oh my God, Jesus. I said, how do you, how do you talk to me like this? I said, this is what I wanted. And this is what you've shown me how it is. I didn't know. I questioned it on Wednesday and on Friday, you've just shown me how it's done. So I thank you, Brother Vivek, that you actually did that because it really showed me what to do and how to invite that presence of God um, when, when I pray because I re was really struggling with it. Like I didn't know. I knew I can go in and I can thank and I can pray, but just inviting God into the presence, I really didn't know how to do it. And last week's teaching just immensely immensely helped me with that um and glory to god yeah absolutely and um the morning encounters brother russell so many times like 
uh, I, I don't know, it just touches me so much. Uh, I think the day wouldn't go well if I didn't, if I wasn't part of that. Uh, I can't attend on Sundays because I have other stuff to do, but otherwise on all other days. Um, but um, every Savio's uh, reflection and your teachings and uh, Shanine's uh, worship, so much of anointing today, so much of anointing. I joined in late, but, but the little time that I joined, the anointing was so powerful. And I give glory and praise and thanks to God and may this group and everyone that's part of it stay, stay truly blessed. Um. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Les, for that wonderful testimony. Standing up for the Lord, it's so important that we stand up. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who would like to, like to share? Anyone who was part of the worship and has got felt that very presence of the Lord today night, today was a powerful worship as well. So we have to stand up and testify. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for this morning here. And thank you, Jesus, for this group. Thank you for the breath that I take. I was ill for the past one month, more than a month. I lost my voice. And you gave everything back to me. I was able to gain my strength to go back to work. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for everybody that I encounter at work and I can spread the word and honoring the parents, talking about commandments, bringing the children to Christ for everything that I do and see or walk or face that your presence is with me. And I'm truly blessed through this prayer group and it motivates me. Thank you for every blessing and all the body of people who are tirelessly working and dedicating their time. So I just wanted to make a testimony about my um, life because um, th there were times that uh, when, when I was a young girl and I had to go for surgery and they said I cannot have children and God blessed me with two children and then and many obstacles went by yet I was able to face everything with the strength of Christ. <clears throat> I also wanted to thank the Lord for the courage that I have to speak. I was not like this before. So um, everything little by little, like uh, from the cornerstone, it add, added up. And then I came to JCILM and then I, one day I heard Brother 
Vivek speak and all his testimony touched me. And then I was able to get his number. And then I am with this group and time goes by and how much blessing and how many people that I can spread the word. And I thank for all these opportunities and I pray that God give them strength and all blessing from all aspects so that this mission will continue to grow and pass on globally throughout the world. I thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, Jesus. All glory to God. We all work for his glory. None of us are. Nobody's greater or lesser. All are same in this group. So we are one, one spirit. So that's it. And thank you, Jesus, for his grace and his Holy Spirit. And that's why this group is called the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. And whatever he teaches us, I, I sometimes come prepared, but I teach something else only. So everything happens by him and for his glory, not for us. So thank you, Jesus, for all the members and all the prayer warriors who are part of this prayer group. And everyone who's part of this group will be blessed. That's a part of our daily prayers. We pray daily in the morning, during our morning encounter, and in the evening during our rosary and the divine mercy for each and every one of us. So I know there's a powerful intercession as well as the prayer of the prayer warriors for each and every one of us. Whenever you invite somebody to this group, you're blessing someone with a new life. Imagine that's our best gift you could ever give someone. Best. They couldn't be something better than that. And remember, it costs you nothing, just a link. Russell will forward you a link, just forward it to somebody. And I'm sure the Holy Spirit will invite those people as well. But we have to take that action in faith. If we don't invite others, nobody will join us. So it's important that we spread this message to others and we become the light of the world. Thank you, Janet, for that testimony. And yes, who else would like to testify? We got time for testimonies now. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, God, brother. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Uh, a month ago, my son went for blood test, and the report was not too good. Then the hospital asked him to do another test after three weeks. He went for the test. He was very scared also. So I told him, don't be, don't be scared. The report cannot do anything. Jesus is in you. He's dwelling in you. And then I also told him, if you see the report, don't get panic or don't get worried. So exactly, he got the report and it was not too good also. So the last report, the last uh, blood test event, I told him, this time your blood test will be normal and you don't get panic and all that. So he went for the test. And today, he, the hospital called him up and gave the negative report. Praise God. It's the Lord. And I praise and thank God for all the glory and his love for us and each and every one of us. I thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. I love the group very much. And uh, the morning encounter, too. It's very inspiring. Thank you, brother. 
God has blessed each and every one of us. Yes, all glory to God. Okay, none of us uh, need any glory. Everything is glory to God because He is the one who runs this group, not me, and not Brother Rasul. So we all work together for His glory. Thank you, sister, and thank you for being part of our rosary session as well. I see you very active there, so that is also thank you so much. Bye bye. Praise the Lord, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Um, this is Rashmi here. I would like to testify that um, I am um, grown very strong day by day. Um, receive many, many blessings in the week. As usual, how sister said that we forget about the small blessings we have received. Yes, we, we should make it at an attempt to write it down so that we remember I received this, I received that. So we'll testify better for the week on Fridays. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping us alive. Um, during the rosary session today, when it was announced that Shanine's husband is unwell and there's an operation. So yeah, the very thought came. And then today, who will do the praise and worship? Uh, I, as it to say, you know, it was on my head or something like that. I was just, then I said, no, Brother Vivek said last week, not to worry. We don't have to worry. And I had always changed that five-letter word into Jesus from long before. And when you had asked also, are you worried in the last week? Um, see if you're worried. So I said, no, no, I'm not worried. So I won't. And today morning when I heard of this thing, I, that the word came and then I said, no, no, somebody else will surely conduct the praise and worship. And it was really beautiful. We missed Sister Shanine for it, but brother, you did it well. And uh, I praise and thank the Lord every morning that what we get the strength from all, all Savio, Russell, all of you. I feel so if I don't, I don't attend any of these things. Uh, I feel I've not, my day is not complete. So I really thank the Lord for the gift of life of all of you in our lives. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Rashmi. Brother, I'd just like to add a testimony. Yes, go ahead. And uh, this is a testimony, by the way, from Sister Shanin. You have just heard Sister Rashmi update you on uh, why she's not here today. But this testimony is, and this is what she has messaged me. She says, I just praise and thank you, Jesus, for a successful surgery. That is the surgery on her husband. He had a knee surgery today. And they're still at the hospital, I think. Uh, just praise and thank you, Jesus, for successful surgery and for all the graces the wonderful graces and the blessings on our family and all families. And thanks everyone. She wants to thank everyone for their prayers. All glory to God. She also said today's uh, praise and worship session was very anointed. So she wants to thank God for that. Thank you, Jesus. Also, my testimony of today, and this was just like um, uh, part of our workday today where in general, all that you see in the workplace are most people they are just whinging about what is not okay and why they have to go through all those challenges and pains and everywhere you go around there's just people whinging so there's a few people in the team that just decided we're going to have a gratitude day today at the office so on our social channel they decided to just post things that they are grateful for and those very same people that are only whinging throughout the day every single day had so many things to be thankful and grateful for. And I thought, Lord, if we can just shift our attitude in the way we think and look at everything around us, there's still so much that we can thank for, and yet we choose to whinge. 
and not thank God for even the fact that we are alive and the air that we are breathing. So thank you, Jesus. I just want to thank him for everything that I have today, the very air that I am breathing right now that I'm able to speak. There are many that still have that challenge where they want to express themselves and cannot. Thank you, Lord, that my heart never stops beating. Thank you for everything, our health, our strength, our family, the, the privilege to be part of this prayer group. Thank you, Jesus, that our eyes can see. Thank you that our ears can hear. Thank you for our family, our friends, our colleagues. Thank you for the birds in the air, the rain that you pour down on us, the sun you shine down on us. Thank you, Lord, for everything. And I also want to encourage all of you, brothers and sisters, if there is something that you recognize in your life that God has given you as a good thing, please unmute and speak up. That is why Brother Wewe keeps asking if you have anything that you want to testify about. There is something you will always have something in your life. The very fact that you are here in itself is a testimony. You could have been anywhere else. It's the weekend today. So I'm thankful to God that I am here. Please do not hesitate. Please do not feel shy. Do not be afraid. You are speaking to your family and you are talking to your God. Unmute your mic and testify to God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. I want to thank and praise my Lord for the gift of the Holy Spirit and especially for the gift, the fruits of Galatians 5.22. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I come in the name of Jesus. I pour the precious blood of Jesus as a hedge of protection on our minds, our thoughts, our actions, our body, the words that we speak from our mouth, our entire being, and as a hedge of protection around us and sealed in the holy name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the breath of life, Lord, for keeping me alive today to be present here at the prayer meeting. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be part of this Brisbane prayer group family. Thank you, Lord, for this week that has gone by. Thank you, Lord, for your word and your revelations that you give us each day. Thank you, Lord, for the miracles that you're working in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the victory over every challenging battle over the evil one. Thank you, Lord, for the destiny helpers, Lord, that you are sending across into our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the doors of opportunities that you open up into our lives, into our jobs and other opportunities. Thank you, Lord, for the financial blessings that you are pouring into our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the peace, for keeping us united together as one family. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your strength to collectively, as a one prayer group, Lord, fight against all evil. Thank you, Lord, for the food that you give us the shelter and the abundance in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for our jobs that we have, the workplaces, for our colleagues that we work with. Thank you, Lord, for your wisdom and for your discernment in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for your love, for your mercy and your grace in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for the favor that chases and overtakes us and the full Brisbane prayer group. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness that is running after us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for working for the good in every situation in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for being our way maker, for being our miracle worker, for being our promise keeper and in our light, Lord, in the darkness. 
Thank you, Lord, for restoring all our broken relationships in our lives. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Sapit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank and praise God also for a wonderful week gone by. I thank you, Lord, for being allowing me to be part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. Remember, some people say, so what, I just joined the group. I tell you one thing, for people who understand what I'm talking, in the realm of the spirit, there's always spiritual warfare taking place. The devil does not want you and me to be part of a prayer group because that's where it's a spiritual connection and people are praying for each other's spirit. You and I know the truth now that it's in our spirit, in the realm of the spirit, that all healing takes place. Everything starts there and only shows up physically. It means whatever we see physically is actually started up in the realm of the spirit. So when you're connected to a powerful prayer group, the evil one doesn't like it. So when somebody is thanking and saying, I'm thanking God that I'm part of a prayer group, you are truly being blessed and you know that it's because of God's grace that you're part of this Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group. And because you're there, the hedge of that protection is always there. A little person who is little weak in spirit, the devil will put you out of the group immediately. So it's important that we are part of this and we give this to other people. So we thank and praise you, Lord, for a wonderful week gone by, for the air we breathe and for the breath of life, Lord, for keeping me alive today to preach your word and to stand up for your holy name, Lord, for the wonderful week gone by, for everything that you showed me and for also Sister Rashmi and Sister Les who have taught me one thing, gratitude has to be had in a journal. You have got to have a journal. So I encourage just like these two sisters, I've learned this and I said, wow, as soon as they were speaking, I realized I should also maintain a journal and thank God every day on my diary for all the little things he has done. So I realized how wonderful that day is. And for the things he has taught me, which were not as good as well, what I learned that day, for which I'm grateful as well. So it's, it's important that we all as a group learn to maintain a journal and thank God in these little things of life. And, and for everything that we do, like the air we breathe and these beautiful uh, birds that we see or beautiful flowers that we see, little things of life we thank and praise God. So yeah, thank you, Jesus, for this uh, wonderful prayer group and every member of this prayer group, every warrior of this praying family. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Anyone else would like to share and give glory to God? We go, I will go another 10 more minutes so that everybody gets a chance. Hello, brother. This is Veera, and I would like to praise and thank the Lord for all his blessings, for keeping me alive, and for this week that has gone past by. Uh, I had to undergo a tooth extraction, surgical tooth ex extraction this week, and uh, everything went on well, so I would like to praise and thank the Lord for that. And also for giving me work. Uh, I worked only two days this week. But today morning when I woke up, I was again, uh, something was troubling me. And I, I remembered yesterday's uh, Brother Savio's reflection, be anxious of nothing. I opened that and I started claiming Philippines 4, 6 and 7. Uh, and I said, no, this is just the devil trying to, you know, put that fright in me. I'm not going to be anxious about anything. But I just put all my trust in the Lord. And I got a call from the agency but I didn't want to pick it up. And uh, they left a voice message for me. I said, why, why should I worry? I will uh, take back the call and I will see. 
and uh, she was so nice and she said it's the same place where you have already been before and would you like to go again today and i just praise and thank the lord for that and thanks to these little reflections that we receive and which we can you know go back when we feel a bit uh, uh, low and i really like to thank everyone on this group for you know helping me grow so much like brother uh, russell's morning encounter the rosary and these reflections are really keeping me and my family strong and i like to praise and thank the lord for that thank you jesus jesus thank you thank you lord yes anyone else would like to share This is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane. I want to thank the Lord for all the blessings upon me, upon my family, for His word, for His spirit, for His guidance, for His protection. Wherever we go, I want to share a testimony, brother. So I, I, I lost my, I lost my aunt last week, Friday. So she was a warrior for Christ from the beginning. from this in the sense that she had only one daughter which she gave as a nun to the lord she was she was serving the lord as a nun so uh, after her death we need we know that she was a warrior for christ she was serving the lord in many ways she had a close relationship with the lord uh, she was with the lord the whole day she was with the lord as many as in casmer in many many ways she can either serving the church or some other way any way she was serving the lord and so we could everyone uh, after her death uh, in her in the homely the father described about the way she lived and so she she was able to touch many lives many who attended the funeral uh, they they saw the way she lived and they were touched and they said this is the way should we should live even after her after her death she was living in many 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 souls so that st- struck me so and the father said now it's not how long we live the way we live true. totally true absolutely true. Uh, so uh, uh, all of even all of our family members were speaking about the way she lived and she was an example to each one of us so it, even say it was small age she was she has gone to lord but the lord has given the strength to each of my members they were not much worried and they were pleased that satisfied happy that she is with the lord and the strength that uh, that strength came from only from the lord and we could see destiny helpers in many ways they helped us they kept their helping the family and uh, the strength the lord has given to uh, overcome the uh, absence even though it is difficult but still we could see the uh, the hand of the lord upon all the members of the family so they are physically strengthened by the lord so i want to really thank the lord and uh, it was an inspiration for all of us um, that is um, the way we die is important not how the uh, the way we live describes the way how we die so the minds we inspire after her death it was really inspiration for all our family members thank 
you're giving. Thank you for that testimony. It's really truthful, actually. What you say is absolutely right. Uh, thank you, Lord, for Sister Jane, she as well, for the people who are blessed because of her ministry. Thank you, Jane. Thank you for that wonderful testimony. Thank you for standing for Christ, and we pray that God rests your auntie's soul, and may she be in, with, with God in his heavenly bosom, and may she rest there. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else would like to testify? Give glory to God. Vivek, Vivek, this is Lucy here. Yes, go ahead, please. Yeah, I thank and praise God for giving me a new life and blessing my family and me. And I've just uh, given the link to many of my friends. They have joined your group. I like Savio's, yours, and Russell's teaching. I've been very touched. I pray that thank God for everything what is going on in my life. Thank you, Please. Jesus. Please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Good afternoon, Brother Vivek. This is Sharon with you. Yes, I'd like to testify uh, in uh, uh, three weeks prior, we, we had a session whereby uh, we were praying in tongues and uh, you, were the, you prayed over me and like the gift of tongue was there. My daughter was so touched by it that she also wants to have the gift of tongues. So I said, whenever uh, you're having the session again, she's only 15 years old, but that uh, craving for the gift of tongues has come into her. And I want to approach one of someone who can bless her with that. Okay, so what you do is listen to that session. It's on YouTube. I had prayed not just for people, yeah. for anyone who listens it listens to that session, it is live in spirit. Remember, you and I are spirit. We are not flesh, Sharon. So you right. and I are spirit. And when we are spirit, we can go back in time or go back in that the anointing is the same. So listen to it. Allow her to listen to it and she'll get the gift as well. That very session just... Uh, yeah, so they'll be blessed. Brother Russell, yeah. I think it was the last yeah. session of the gift of tongues. If you'd like to share it so that the sisters, you know, benefit it. I think it's the last session of the praying. Yes, 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 yes. Also, the first part of the gift of tongues was powerful. We had the, the, the Holy Spirit gave us the gift of drinking the blood of Jesus. I'm sure some of you uh, were blessed that very session. If someone was blessed, put an amen during that powerful session of uh, drinking the blood of Jesus. Actually, many people were burping, many deliverances that day. It was a very powerful session that day. If someone who remembers attending that session, um, you know, we had. Is it on YouTube, brother? It's all on YouTube, yes. And Russell will share that link as well. But someone who had attended, so you can attend the first part of that teaching. Uh, many of these prayers don't get repeated, okay? So, yeah, so many times it just happens. Even the last session of uh, choosing worship or worry, the Lord's presence, uh, it's so powerful to be in the presence of God. And it's just around from 10 minutes for people who attended last week. 
and who were in the presence of God. Okay, I'm sure you put an amen to that as well. It's very, very powerful. The last session that we had about choosing worship over worry, suddenly the Holy Spirit led me to his presence and said, we can experience the love of Abba Father. And that is a wonderful experience. So it's, it's, it's powerful for those who attended last week. It was suddenly in the middle that the Lord you know, revealed himself to our prayer group. Uh, these are great things that happen. So, yeah, so it's all glory to God. Don't just think Brother Vivek has got this. It's the glory of God that's upon me that is for ministry purpose. And that is only for ministry purpose. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's just so powerful. So it's all for the glory of God. So let's always remember the, the preacher is not important. Let's always remember that we are part of a very powerful praying group. How many of you believe that this prayer group is powerful in the first place? If you believe, put an amen. Only if you believe you're part of a very, very powerful prayer group where we pray for one another. If somebody feels hurt, everyone is hurt. Okay, that's why your prayer requests are very important for us. We need to pray. So it's not necessary. Someone may say, brother, but you don't reply to prayers. You don't pray. I, I look at every request and I pray. Wherever I am, I stop and make a prayer. Because I know prayer is the only way God is going to answer that. And it's important that we pray for one another. And you are part of this group. Uh, you know, there's so many people who would love to join, but don't know about this prayer group. So, and, and if you're part of, there are so many prayer groups in the world. This prayer group has got one unique thing. The Holy Spirit runs it. And one thing is so good is that you can get a prayer partner in this prayer group. You can search and someone would like to pray with you. Someone would like to become your friend. You may have never seen that person. Uh, you get prayer warriors who love to pray together. There, I know of certain people who pray in groups of two and three and share their uh, you know, problems with each other and make prayers and see answered prayers. So this group is moving to small churches. The teachings from here are moving to people. Um, you know, whatever is being shared here is going to places all across the world. People are sharing it with their family, with their churches. Uh, so it's all moving. It's not just sitting here. It's all moving from here. And the Lord is moving through the people. So, you know, if you want to gift someone, it's such a wonderful thing to introduce this to somebody else. I remember testimonies of in the, in the past. Someone who had joined this group said, I will listen to it one time only because you are forcing me. I will listen to this teaching of this brother Vivek only because somebody forced and said, look, only once I will attend. Only once. And I know people who said that and are still part of this prayer group. And they love it so much that now they have become warriors spreading the word of God. This is the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I also remember during certain deliverance sessions that we have run in the past. Okay, and I know this as well, where the mother has just put the deliverance, just the prayer on, and the children have listened to it. And they have actually got delivered by just listening to the teaching and you know when the when the prayer was going on so that much is the power of the holy ghost so we have to understand that the anointing is upon this group and we are blessing other people so it's not about me it's about everyone all glory to the lord so when we invite others we are blessing other people and that's why it's important we'll take one last testimony before we start and then russell can make his announcements and yeah Anyone else would like to testify? 
Okay, Russell, I guess you can announce, uh, you can start after that. Yeah, thanks, brother. <clears throat> a warm welcome to all newcomers who are attending this session for the first time, either on Zoom as well as on YouTube. If you are enjoying and are being blessed by this session so far, by what you're hearing and the presence of God, if that's stirring you, please um, subscribe to our YouTube channel as well and you can join our Telegram group. So I've posted the link in both the YouTube chat as well as the, the Zoom chat. You can click that link, you will need to download the Telegram app there. But that's a good place for you to a safe place actually for you to pray with others. You can post your own personal prayer request there and there are others who don't know you and will still stand like brother said this now. They stand together and pray for you just as you you were part of their own family. That's that's the, the beauty in this prayer group. It's that connection with Jesus that you know, the, the love that overflows there essentially. So I welcome you all to join the, the group on Telegram. Um, if you are being blessed by these sessions, uh, all of these recordings, by the way, are uh, the sessions are on live. So we have, I'll first just run you through all the sessions we have. We have our daily morning encounter with the Lord that's run at 7 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time every day, 365 days a year. We also have the Friday evening Bible study sessions. We have Brother Savio's reflections that are shared on our Telegram group every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And then we have the Rosary and the Divine Mercy group. So there are these four different streams that we run. The Rosary and Divine Mercy sessions are run at 7 p.m. in the evening, Australian Eastern Standard Time, uh, Monday to Thursday. And then on the Fridays, because we have this Bible teaching session. So on the Fridays, that session is run at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Perfect time to run that when you've got the Divine Mercy prayer with it there. So if there are any of you that would like to and are able to join at that time, depending on whatever time zone you are in and whether that suits you, you can join that session live for Rosary and Divine Mercy. If you're alone, you need someone to pray with, that's the perfect opportunity there. If you think you can't make it at that time, but would still like to pray, like brother said, the, the same presence of God is available even the recordings. So all of these sessions, the morning encounters, the Friday Bible teachings, the Rosary and Divine Mercy sessions, are stored the recordings are stored on our youtube channel you can jump onto those uh to our youtube page and then just you know replay that recording and pray with it the teachings are also stored teachings the friday teachings and the morning reflections the morning encounters with the lord sessions are also stored on our spotify podcast channel you can find them on other podcast channels as well just search for the holy spirit brisbane prayer group there and you'll find it um also about our uh, first Friday sessions, we typically run the first Friday of the month. Our Friday evening Bible study sessions are run at St. Dipna's Church in Aspley. But for this coming Friday, that's the first Friday of December, as well as the first Friday of January, we will. there's a slight change in program. We will not be running them in the church. They will only be run online like this session. So all those that would normally otherwise come to the church on the Friday evening, please take note. First Friday in December and first Friday in Jan 2023 will only be run online, not in person at St. Dimpna's Church. And then um, I'll also post a link to the I Confess Boldly Scriptures. If you found that valuable, you can store a copy. Just a second. You can download a copy of this and make your own personal print. You can recite those scriptures every single day. So I've just posted that in the Zoom chat and I'll post it on our. YouTube page as well on the YouTube live chat. 
Russell, they are also in different languages. Can you also post? Yeah, the link that I have posted there on both these platforms is actually a link to that folder. It's not a link to a file. It's a folder that has the, I confess boldly, in a few different international languages. So you can pick and choose whichever language suits you best and you can pray the scriptures in your own language. So these are scriptures that are taken from the Bible. You'll find the reference of those scriptures from the Bible as well. But we have slightly modified them to make them as bold, strong, powerful, personal declarations that you make over your own life and your family. So use them in your own personal prayer every single day. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, how can we start? So let's uh, let's herald the power of the word of God. For uh, you can say this along with me, for those who want to also get the blessing of this word. For as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth, making it bread and sprout, and providing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so will my word be which goes out of my mouth. Yes, Lord. It will not return to me void, useless, without result, without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Father God, as I come into your holy presence in the name of Jesus, let thy spirit be upon all of us and I cover and seal every word I speak and every thought that comes to me, Lord, let it be purely from your word and only for your glory. Let the precious blood of Jesus be upon me. Anoint me from the head to the toe, Lord, with your holy oil. And let your word be upon my lips as I speak. It must be only for your glory and nothing but only for your glory. Take all of me and give me all of you. I repent of every sin I've committed in, in, in every sense, Lord. Physically, spiritually, and every, mentally. And Lord, I forgive every person I've hurt or who's hurt me in the name of Jesus. Let your glory reign upon me so that your people are blessed, Lord, through the word that goes through me, through this mouth of yours, Lord, for your glory. Everything is only for your glory and only for your glory. Alone. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so we are going to do the second part of this teaching called Choose, Worship, Over, Worry. And see, there are going to be a lot of questions and answers because it's important that, uh, that you understand how to apply the teaching rather than just attending a Friday Bible service and said Bible study and say, wow, I attended it. So the vows are not important. What I can take from this and apply is important. Okay. Praise God. So last time we learned, it's many of the things we are afraid of in life. Fear can be a very, very big hit, uh, hindrance to our success, our growth. And, and many of us feared, fear many, many things in life. And we also learned how, the word of God talks about fear and worry. 
we also felt the presence of god how we should be in his presence and why it is so important and we also understand that faith is an important part and plays an important role in how we use god's word to break the things that happen and start moving in that realm now i just want to get into the point is uh, today we are going to learn about worship as a spiritual weapon now i'm going to go deep into this in the senses i'm just going to understand what the holy spirit is trying to tell us but without us be all learning together it's not the preacher that is going to preach it's that we who get the insights from the holy spirit that's going to help all of us as a group my first question for today is why worship okay let's start with what is worship okay how do you define worship everyone has to answer if you're part of this you should be learning okay so we are coming here to learn nothing right nothing wrong just remember you have to answer i'm not asking you to unmute and speak i'm asking you to answer on on a chat so what is worship what comes to your mind when i say worship sabhu can you start you can vivek to to me worship is surrendering to god and placing him above the situations that we face in our lives is god thank you jesus yes what else what according to you what is worship all of you anyone just put your thoughts down they don't leave it up and you know because someone may be blessed because of your answer yes thank you jesus honoring god yes praising singing thanksgiving to god yes thank you jesus glorifying exalting honoring god about everything else absolutely thank you jesus give glory to god and highest praise and be in the presence in his presence all the time so do homage to god thank you jesus thank you lord thank you jesus yes what is worship what is worship glorifying the creator absolutely yes thank you jesus it's so much coming out when we just share see how beautiful it is and the lord brings that you know makes this alive to us glorifying the creator thank you lord what is worship what's worship what's coming to you what do you think worship is anyone else would like to add to what is worship praising god complete surrender to god thank him for everything yes thank you lord yes please is god and abraham went to worship and got many blessings it's yes praise god thank you jesus thanking god for what he has done for what he is doing and what he will do yes thank you lord very good thank you so everyone who's being a part of this is being part of the blessing when you start you know participating nothing right nothing wrong i'm telling you this right now we all are learning so if we are one family we should you know participate our total surrender to god totally in his presence nothing else matters just god and i absolutely thank you jesus everything that we are saying is absolutely right totally uh as you said last week we were in the presence of the lord now i just want you to 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question for those who were in the presence of the Lord. How did you feel at that point of time? We, you know, suddenly we felt this mighty surge of the Lord who came in. Now, uh, someone said, brother, thank you for taking me there and showing me the worship. Uh, sometimes I cannot do this. I'll tell you, if I've seen many preachers, they wait for days, months, sometimes a long time to be in the presence of the Lord. And that happened immediately where the Holy Spirit says, I'm right here. I'm being present to you. And, and we could feel the presence of the Father. So it's important for us to understand how did you feel at that point of time when you are in that presence? Did you think of your worries? Did you think about your children? Did you think of your spouse? Did you think of your job? About the finances? Did you think about relationships? Did you think about all the other things that are there in your life, present, all are moving? What was, did you, were you presently in, in this realm or you were in, in the realm of the spirit? Where were you and how did you, how would you define that, that very time that you were there? For those who attended last week. Yes, Avyu, can you share if you attended? Yes, Vivek, for, for me, I felt peace, the peace of God. And I felt his assurance, his hand over me, that he is there with me by my side. You know, what comes to me uh, is that hymn. How many of you have heard it? Deep Calls to Deep? There's this hymn called yes. Deep Calls to Deep. Okay. And the word says deep, the depth of the Lord. Deep Calls to Deep, you know. Uh, and, and when you feel that depth, there's absolutely, you know, his love is, you can't fathom the love of God. And the thing is, when you go in that love, God is love. And when you are in that presence, that presence of love comes in us. Now, when you have that presence of love, immediately sometimes uh, you feel like crying or something happens to you because nobody can love you for, you understand this, agape love is an unconditional love. It's not a love with conditions. You have a spouse who will love you because you are working, you are providing, you're taking care of your family, are doing many things. Okay. Many times it's a give and take. Human love is always give and take. You agree, Savya? Yes. You can say, no, but no, brother, it's agape love. You know, agape love is unconditional. Where God loves us, but we may do whatever we want. So, yes, absolutely, Nati. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, when we may do whatever we want, but God does not change. His love doesn't change. So when you get into that sanctuary, I would put it this way, where love is the very presence, uh, it's a very different thing. Someone said you felt felt empty. And that's a very important feeling as well. That emptiness is that kind which the spirit needs in us. You know, It says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. So poverty of the spirit comes only when you are in worship and when you are in deep worship. Now, poverty to a great extent. Someone said, brother, what are you teaching on poverty? Poverty means spiritual poverty where we depend on God for all our needs. Okay. The I in me gets out and it's you, Lord. It is you and your presence. Some, you know, when we say Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, I, I you know, I submit myself to God. Uh, you know, it's basically, you, I trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my understanding. And I acknowledge Jesus Christ in all my ways and he alone directs my paths. Those are the, uh, that's exactly what comes to pass. Now let's get to the next question. Again, deep uh, into this is, why is worship a spiritual weapon? Why do you think this? Sorry, if you'd like to answer. 
yes vivek in because it is through worship that we are it is a weapon because we are surrendering to god putting every putting our full faith our full confidence our full trust in him because it is not our battle is not our challenges it's not our problems it's not our anxiousness that we it's his and we just give it all to him and that's the only way that we can we can face anything in our lives okay when into chronicles you know chapter 20 when we we know about this king right sabe yes what happens when you see problems coming one by one they he had he had three different armies coming against him and he had a small army which would have been finished in few seconds okay now imagine a situation like this in our life where you know when you see fear coming right in front somebody coming and telling you look this situation is there immediately what will happen to you will you be happy or fear certain in some body yes. okay so fear comes in through different ways some people will call you and tell you so and so is happening my point here is then what would that king decide the king could have said oh my that's terrible the first thing he does is he calls his people who are the, the people who pray the trumpet people who sing he sends them as a band to go and praise god okay if you repeat to take me to that to chronicles chapter 20 we'll go to that verse and we'll try to understand from there in our life when we encounter a problem how god has given us a solution okay how god has given us a solution the uh, two chronicles chapter 20 now we every time we say the battle is not ours it's it's the lord's okay but it's important for us to understand if you and i are put in a situation like this and we have this situation tell me one person who doesn't feel worried is there anyone here who says no brother i don't get worried nothing happens to me no fear no worry brother from the time i'm born i'm just absolutely fearless person is it possible sabio no worry never comes to anyone someone can say that yeah. so is it possible that you can say no no worry can come to me let's understand how we tackle this in a real life and the holy spirit may i may be teaching on this but the holy spirit may give you a new insight and if you like to share it please type it in the chat somebody else gets benefited okay so come down to chronicles chapter 20 Verse 15 says, you know, now Josaphat was a very powerful king, and when he sees that he is going to be sieged by three different, ah, uh, you know, kings who are coming his way, verse 15 talks about uh, how there was, you know, the Holy Spirit that spoke through, ah, uh, you know, and told this king not to worry, and he said, listen carefully, all of you, people of Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, and King Josaphat. uh josepha the lord says this to you be not afraid or dismay dismayed at this great multitude so the question here the lord is telling you and me is be not afraid now he is not talking to the king he is talking to you and me be not afraid or dismayed at this great multitude okay for the battle is not yours but god's and and he gives him instructions as the spirit of god speaks to jehaziel the son of jechariah uh and the son of man Uh, a levite of the sons of asapha so listen this is how the spirit of god wants us to live now go down verse 20 and if you look at the verse there okay so so they got up early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of tekoa and they went out josephat stood and said hear me o judah 
and you inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe and trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Established means secure. Believe and trust in his prophets and succeed. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in their holy priestly attire as they went out before the army and said, praise and give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. Now tell me one thing. I want to ask you, truly tell me this, okay? I want to ask you this. God has given this verse to us today as we understand this word from him, okay? In fact, this is not part of my of my scriptures at all. It just came in from the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, what happens in a situation like this? If you were king and you have three different armies coming against you, now the armies may be three different armies, but in real life, it could be three different problems or challenges coming to you. God is trying to equip us and trying to teach us how to be like King Josephus. So the first thing that comes to my mind is, uh, what do you understand from this king? Sorry. That he has full trust in God and he surrendered this challenge that he has to God because he can't see any other way out in winning this battle. I mean, I, I want you to understand this uh, from, from that perspective as Brother Savya is talking about, but someone will get a new insight and I'm looking for that, okay? I'm just telling you, there's a king here, a situation in our real life is you. The king is you, okay? Um, king or queen, okay? Let's put it gender, not being gender specific. A situation comes, not one, but three are attacking at one same time, okay? And, and my point here is you are in this real situation. Now, what happens to you at this situation? How are you going to deal with it? And I'm asking you, think of the king at this situation. What do you think? Uh, you know, this king did rightly or uh, what, 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 what was his approach? What's coming to you? Can you put this down in a chat? It's important for us to connect the dots here because that will take us ahead in this teaching and teach us how to win over our situation. So what's coming to you? I mean, whatever comes to you, just you know, type in the chat. Okay, Psalm 91 is good. Praise God. Yes, thank you. What is the difference in this king? As Brother Savio said, there is something that touched me in this king. Brother Russell, you should share if you want, because I know the Lord would talk to you as well. What, what, did this, what did this king do differently? He's a king, remember. If somebody tells the king you have to do this, he's a king. He says, I am a king. I think humility is what I picked up as well. Thank you, Vandana, for sharing that. Humility, because he could have said, I'm king, I know what to do. I have taken such bigger decisions. Okay, I can do this. My point is, would someone actually send a band in the front and say, okay, praise and thank God, the people who are praising God, you go in the front and play and praise God. Okay, here there are armies coming against each other. Here he sent, you know, to praise God. Now, one thing here is, when we go to Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, these are actually life-saving Proverbs that we understand. Uh, 3, 5, and 6 is, you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. Okay, that's the first thing. To be trusting God, you need to be humble. If you say, I, they can't be trusted. The moment the I is in you, they can't be trusted. 
what I see in this king is dependence on God, Nandi, thanks, is only possible if you're not in the flesh. If you're in the flesh, you can't depend on God. If you're in the flesh, try to understand this. If you are in the flesh, you can't depend on God. You have to be dependent on someone else. You would say, let me do one thing. Let me call somebody else. I know this person. Now, moving, there's a problem, what you'll do. The first thing you'll consult is some people who are more intelligent or more superior. I'm not saying that's wrong. But how many people would go down, bend on their knees and praise and just worship God? I remember I shared a testimony some time back and that comes to light. I was talking about a man who was in the ministry. Uh, remember this, Sabio? Yes. And, and he was, his, you know, he was growing in ministry and his father got attacked. And his father was paralyzed and he was almost on his deathbed. And this guy, what he does is he puts his father on the bed and plays his saxophone from night, 10 o'clock in the night till 5 o'clock in the morning, just praising God. Only praising God, that's it, nothing, not asking for anything. He just prays God. At 5 o'clock in the morning, that father who was on the bed, deathbed, gets up and is perfectly fine, healed completely. I'm saying there's a truth in this. this is a, it's actually a true, the true testimony, okay, which I'm sharing with you. All glory to God. My point here is there is total power in worshipping God. When you give your everything to God, you take that problem away and just focus on Him. Are we understanding? Yes. Okay. I, for me, the definition of worship is change of focus. Where you focus on God for who He is for what he has done and for what he's going to be doing. Because that's what we sang today. I stand in awe of you. Okay. Or, you know, we sang a salt, you know, we, I exalt thee for people who sang it today. You know, there's powerful anointing during that song, that very hymn of worship. I exalt thee means I'm just exalting you. I'm not asking for anything, not asking for anything. I'm just exalting you. Because I know truly, if I want to be like King Joseph Art, I need to trust God so much that saying, Lord, your word said that battle is yours, not mine. Then why should I worry about the battle? Why should I worry about the finances? Why should I worried about the relationship? Why should I worry about my daughter, my son? Uh, what will happen? How it will happen? What will happen? I just worship you. I focus on you. My focus is only you and only you. And when you're in the presence of God, it is not asking God, Oh, Lord, please help my daughter. Please help my son. Lord, yes, we do are asking, but worship is different. Worship means you're total in the presence of God, just committed to him, just glorifying for him for who he is in your life and what he has done. Everything him. It's only about him, not about you. You become empty. Someone said emptiness is the real, absolutely. And that's what really happens in worship. You become so empty at the end of it that you really feel transformed by that time in prayer. That's why it's the most powerful weapon. Okay. And that's why I say worship as a spiritual weapon is very, very critical and very important. Let's take some scriptures as we get into our study. Take me to Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Have you learned this? Has anyone gained from this understanding of 2 Chronicles 20? So, I mean, if you've gained something from this, if the Lord has spoken to you as well, uh, it's very nice if you've understood this. Uh, one thing is important, that application of what we learn is important. So if you are in a situation there, just remember, praise God. Just get into it. 
hold hands with each other and just keep praising God. Just praise God. Suppose someone is unwell and you can't pray. Sometimes it's difficult for us to pray. Just hold hands and keep praising God. Thank you, Lord. I glorify you and just get into his presence. I say, Lord, I feel your presence and I just glorify you. Get into worship him. Sing it together and just mean that God is everything to you. Magnify him to such a great extent. Magnify him to such a great extent that he becomes so big, so big and so big. That's exactly what David did when he was facing Goliath. He magnified God to such an extent that Goliath became small and God, his God became big. So this is what we have to learn from today, what God is trying to teach us. Yes, Abhya, please read. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. So this is what he's writing, that Paul is writing to Romans. He's saying, this is where you should present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God. Now, God is holy. Now, when we sing that last in the enter the holy of holies, do you understand what it means to enter holy of holies? Okay, back in the day, remember, you know, if you read the Old Testament, there was only a high priest who could enter the holy of holies. That also one that also remember, this was in, you know, a sanctuary that was made by man. It was not the real sanctuary, but the presence of God was still there. Imagine the real sanctuary we are talking about in the spirit now, where Jesus actually took his blood in, you know, in Hebrews chapter 9. It's a very powerful chapter in faith. It's really helped me a lot, Hebrews chapter 9. It's about the blood of Jesus. That whole chapter talks of how Jesus took his blood and walked into the heavenlies on our behalf. And so it's important for us to understand who we are in the presence of God. And that is what matters. Now, you may say, brother, but all this is all good. But if you trust, truly believe God is real, then you need to start trusting him also and believing that everything will change. Now, this is our act of worship. This is what Romans chapter 12 verse 1 says about us uh, dedicating our whole selves to the Lord as a living sacrifice. Let's take more scriptures. Exodus chapter 23 verse 25. Um, You shall serve only the Lord, your God, and he shall bless your bread and water. I will also remove sickness from among you. This is actually again a promise of God if you serve the Lord alone. Now, this is because many of them at that time served pagan gods and there was pagan worship at that time. Okay, So people followed. Today, the paganism is still there in us. Many of us worship other things apart from God. Anything that takes the place other than God in your life is pagan worship. And that's why we have to understand who it is that we place above God in our life. Okay. So, 
and that's an eye opener for us and that's an introspection that you and i need to do because sometimes that blocks the grace now as i shared today grace is an unmerited favor of god it's not because of what you and i have done it's because of what jesus did on the cross now grace is unmerited it's a blessing that comes only through faith by faith in jesus for what he did on the cross and once you have grace in your life that is god's favor comes upon you favor is something that chases you and overtakes you that's what deuteronomy chapter 28 uh, the blessings talk about when you listen to his word and obey him the point that i'm trying to make here today is when you trust the lord when you shall serve only the lord your god means he becomes first in your life even your spouse before her or him you put god first and say jesus you are the center of my marriage you are the center of everything in my life you are the center of my job you are the center of my decisions you are the center of all i do in my life everything is you only through you i can do this only through you can i do my job only through you can i love my spouse and my children and my family my friends even my enemies lord i can only love through you now when you make jesus that way and choose him as the very path that you want to take in life you will start seeing changes in your relationship you will start change see changes in your workplace you will start seeing changes in uh, you know in your daily life because this is where you bring god first are we getting this so yes get yes and and i'm sure we all do this but many times god wants us to remind us that i'm first in your life i created everything now last week i spoke about and and the lord revealed to me about the universe and again he brings it back and i was just thinking how great god is that he named the stars and we know there are so many stars that are billions and trillions of stars and we also know there are billions of stars that billions and trillions of stars that are so big that earth is not even a dot not even a speck of dirt like so small is earth compared to the stars and yet nothing in that universe shifts god has planned it and even they the heavenly objects obey god are we getting this sabir yes yes so that is how powerful this the god we serve and yet i today you know when i was actually driving back home from work and and i was thinking i said lord how things happen then in this life and he said everything happens through the spoken word and i was thinking that sometimes you and i may not be praying okay sabio we may not be praying but blessings are still flowing in our life yes and i was wondering how could that happen because what i realized today and this was really you know a kind of a warfare that was happening and i was fighting the evil one and i was thinking that this evil one is like a weed that comes okay if people of you have gardens you see a weed just comes up you don't plant a weed you go so what beautiful weeds i've got in my garden come here show me my weeds okay everywhere you plant something beautiful there'll be weeds that come to catch or you know destroy the real good plants and the devil is exactly that way he doesn't come with anything he just wants you to listen to his lies can you all agree with me everything he talks about is lies he just shows you talks speaks puts thoughts everything is a lie 100% are you getting me and yes. he wants you just to believe his lies nothing else he just keeps on talking unlimited and sometimes i feel terribly you know it pains my heart today and i'll tell you this why because when we have a chance to testify for god we many of us keep quiet 
and say, no, no, what will other people say? I have nothing to testify today. Nothing. Can you at least stand up and say, Jesus, thank you for giving your life to me. Okay. The day you realize, and I'm telling you this, the day you realize your word is powerful, I will realize that somebody in your life has prayed for you. That's why you're being blessed. Because God is a gentleman God. He does not move without authorization. <clears throat> you need to authorize him to do something. If you don't authorize him, he will not do it. Sorry, you get this? Yes, absolutely. And this is the painful truth that we have to understand. So if you think that God is going to bless me, I don't have to do anything, then you are wrong. And you'll be, you'll be, you'll, you'll, this is a lie again of the devil. Because he comes and troubles you and tells you all his lies. He is unlimited. He keeps talking the devil. But God is worship in spirit and truth. The spirit of God will start speaking to you when you are in the word. And we as Christians are told not to keep quiet. In fact, we are told to open our mouth and keep speaking his word. So today the Lord asked me and I, I asked him, I said, Lord, what do you mean by this? Explain to me. He said, unless you speak that word, that word that is there, is not your word, it's my mouth. Then I said, Lord, he's saying the mouth that I gave you is my mouth, not yours. I gave it to you so that you could speak my word and see the miracles in your life. Put an amen to this if you understand what I said. He said, I have given you the mouth and you are alive, Vivek, to worship me. You are not alive for yourself. You are alive to worship me. So you have to take that mouth, speak that word and see your result. I have given you everything you need in this life. You have to do it because I have given you all the resources. And he's saying, if you are being blessed, your parents, your great-grandparents, somebody has prayed. So what I got from this today, and I'm sharing this with you right now, is that if you pray, you and I pray today, 10 generations down our line, 10 generations down or 100 generations down will be blessed. And I'll tell you what, our prayer will go and wait there. You know, Savio? Yes. Your prayer yes. waits there in the future for that generation. And that generation gets blessed because of your prayer you made today. Are we getting this? It's a yes. very deep spiritual insight. That's why when you say, I pray for my child, I pray for their future. When you make a prayer for their future, for their blessings, that prayer goes and waits for it till it you know, comes to fruition. It means when that time will come, that prayer will take effect and bless that person there. Are we understanding how powerful this is? Yes. So without prayer, God doesn't move. Prayer is an authorization which gives God authority. He says, okay, you have given me authority to move in your son's life, in your spouse's life, in, in your life, in your children's life, in your parents' life. Now, we don't realize this part of prayer. Prayer is the spoken word of God. You take his scripture and give him authority. Everywhere in the world, there is a solution to our problem. Everywhere. But we have to take that accordingly, that scripture, speak it off our mouth and give God authority. That's why when you surrender, deep surrender is nothing but worship. Do you agree, Savya? Yes. Total surrender, because I, I guess, uh, you know, someone had said emptiness. Emptiness can't come with, without surrender. If you empty yourself, you can't empty yourself at all. It will only come when you magnify God. 
so let's go to uh, so we know john 424 that true worshipers will worship in spirit and truth yeah but there's still a truth in that let's take that john 424 thank you jesus if the lord is blessing you with some insight please share it okay and type it up because remember as i am sharing something the lord is speaking to you also and making that scripture come in a different way and that's what we all should be blessed with <clears throat> yes god is spirit the source of life yet invisible to mankind and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth okay so god is spirit the source of life yet invisible to mankind and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth so you have to worship god in spirit and truth and the worship has to be focusing only on god and making him everything so when you start worship always start with praise first praise god make him powerful and more great and when you worship god you start you know decreasing completely from all the ego will start just coming down as if he doesn't exist and you start seeing him becoming great looking at him you just magnify him remember in worship you don't ask god anything you don't ask him god bless my child that's that's your prayer when you're making a request yes you make all your request to god that's part of your prayer but when you're worshiping god it's only him and his presence okay so what happens here is it's one thing when you choose whenever you get a fearful thought comes okay this is a practical teaching for today it's going to bless many people okay whenever you are in a situation at work the boss has got very angry he's going to fire people sack people or you are stuck in a situation you don't know what to do okay and you are in a panic attack does anyone get such panic attacks only only i get sometimes you know attacks that come in sometimes so have you ever you yes yes yeah absolutely just checking with a with a team is a with a group is you know okay so when you're confronted with a fearful thought that comes what will happen okay if you know somebody comes on and says i just got sacked and he's one of the top performers and you're like you know we don't know when your numbers what will happen yeah someone wonder when I, when will i get the next job or what will happen tomorrow who's going to pay the bill this is real okay now what we are learning here is real we're not learning something which is bookish because we are trying to understand how god has given us a solution so when you're confronted by a fearful thought that comes in though we first thing we need to do is what we learned here is to choose to worship god worshiping god means this taking that problem away just like josephat stopped thinking of those three armies that came he just saw god and he was just looking at god okay so he just changed the focus so we all must change focus from the problem that we are focusing on to only god without asking him anything okay remember the testimony i gave you of that preacher whose father was unwell all he did was just worship god by playing his saxophone his father was sleeping he was just lying there he put him on a bed and from 10 o'clock in the night till 5 in the morning he was only worshiping god by playing his saxophone that was his worship to god he never asked god anything morning he gets up the father he so this is how god operates now there's power in this what i'm talking about because you're giving god total authorization and total authority it's the highest form of prayer worship because you're not asking god anything you're just telling him he's everything 
Okay. So what happens when you focus on his goodness and all of his good things that he has done for us, we invite his power and presence into our lives. Okay. Choosing to worship involves your thoughts and your attitudes to a great extent. Now, when you're tempted to keep worrying about the same thing, make the decision to practice your faith and stay focused on the answer. You know what happens when a situation comes because the devil is showing you uh, his plan and saying this is the problem. Okay, With God, nothing is impossible. So you're worshipping the creator who created the jobs. You're worshipping the creator who created the human being. You're worshipping the creator who made earth and made everything on this earth. So why should I be worried about what is going to happen? When the creator has said, I will, uh, this battle is mine, not yours. Then why should I be worried? Are we getting this? Yes. Okay. All of you, because this is a practical teaching for tonight, not just theory. And, and I tell you, God totally, totally told me today, worship is very important. I created you to worship me. So choose to worship involves your thoughts and attitudes. Remember, even you're tempted to keep worrying about something. All you have to do is make that decision. Now, the decision is ours because the free will is ours. Move from that focus through to Jesus. Okay? Is it possible? It is possible, but you can't make it possible unless until you shift that focus. And to shift that focus, you need to be strong in God's word by praying and knowing that God is everything in your life. Now, take a situation that comes in our life practically Okay, a situation about our finances. Okay, tomorrow there's going to be a big bill that's coming and somehow it may come and you've got to pay it. And you know, you may not have the funds to pay it or your business is, you know, you have other issues. Instead of creating all those other issues and fearing all those things, just allow God and be in his presence. Stop asking God, God, how will I pay the bill? How will you pay the bill? Even I don't know, sometimes even I used to ask God, how will you do it? Nobody can do it. My question is, God is God. He's a creator. He's mighty. He's, he's, do not allow our thoughts, our limiting thoughts that bring fear and takes away our faith. Start getting into faith. So what we do is just one thing beautiful in your house, if you can do is play worship music. That brings our spirit and connects us to worship. I was reading and understanding how Benny Hinn gets into this uh, powerful time of worship. And, and sometimes I want to share one live testimony with you. Okay, I used to go to uh, to preach in uh, Saint Devgas, okay? and we we always go in uh, first week on Fridays. Uh, you know, we go we do this. But many times when I used to go to preach, I realized the power was in the anointing. Without the anointing, I couldn't go and preach. And so what I used to do from twelve o'clock in the afternoon, I used to get into prayer. And why I know. The power of our spirit is the same as, you know, as Brother Russell said, whenever, suppose you go, you know, to a teaching that is taught 22 years back or 20 years back, and there's a powerful anointing there. You are spirit, God is spirit, and that spirit is real. Are we getting this? So when you're listening to that, your spirit is being connected there. You don't need to be physically present to be anointed. You just need to be present in that moment. Because in, in the spirit realm, I just share this with you, there is no space and time. Okay, there's nothing like time that we you know, have a time. We have a time over teaching has to get over by the zones of time. But in the realm of the spirit, there's no time. Are we getting this? Yes. So when you go back in time or, or to a teaching and you're listening to it, the anointing that is there is present to you there because you are present there in spirit. So you receive that anointing as well. Okay. 
so when i was when i used to preach i used to many times go to benin's worship okay he has a very powerful worship and and when i was in, when i was preaching i used to realize when i was there i said lord i'm already there in spirit i used to receive the same anointing and i continued praising praising god till i cried and i tell you and my many people ask me brother how did you get how do you get such powerful anointing how is the holy spirit so powerful that many times when you touch people they fall slain in spirit sometimes you know in the whole night they are in in you know this the powerful anointing is that the you know the current that is flowing over you and it's all glory to god not to me it's him and only for him and i realized at one point of time when i started crying okay when we are worshiping god i started crying because when i broke down in cried deeply and cried to such an extent that i realized that i'm so nothing and god is so wonderful and so marvelous at that point the anointing you know gripped me and that time i started feeling the presence till then the prayer was thank you lord praise you lord hallelujah praise you lord but when i started going deeper and deeper and deeper i broke down so badly like a child you cry okay if somebody can relate and understand what i'm talking put an amen uh to that extent at that point of time the lord become a reality because now you are his true child you are no more vivek you are his child at that point of time god becomes real and his anointing comes real and you, i'm telling you you can also do this all you have to do is just get into okay now this is done in your secret place all you have to do is go into your room don't have to listen to anybody just go into your room god is real i just want you to do this yourself just go in the room just think of how god is thank him for all the little things that he has done in your life that you are alive today itself is a blessing but i'll tell you one thing when you realize the times god has saved you from so short death so short kind of you know you would have never been alive today you are alive because god has kept you alive because and if you realize how god came and saved you many times thank you jesus many times you realize that how wonderful he is when you start getting into that okay for worship i would suggest you know getting with hymns because the most beautiful part of worship is uh, you know having that you know music to the music in spirit uh, when you worship him deeply when you start with this music you start connecting with him and then you start moving him then you just get in and at one point of time you'll break down in that in that form of worship at that point of time you'll feel that as if you're nothing that ego in you will become zero okay if somebody has experienced this it's beautiful because at that point of time the cleansing that is there is so much that it it gives you that you feel so powerful in christ you feel this so real you feel him so wonderful and you just don't know anything in the world the world does not matter to you he becomes real to you and everything else in the world is unreal because your problems everything doesn't matter at this point okay so this is how we get into worship and that's how when god becomes real to all of us okay and this is uh, i'm just sharing practically what i go through and some people ask me brother when you pray the anointing is so powerful why it's like that brother please share and and today i want to just share with you i'm full of ego and pride when i pray you know i'm praying but i'll tell you it's god's mercy as well before i start the prayer i said lord do not look at me because of the sins in me but it's your people lord use this body use your mouth speak through it lord 
use these hands heal the people that are asking for healing let the word that are spoken of touch people's lives lord you do it for your people and have mercy on them god is faithful because many times you come i came from work half an hour i've got to worship god and still god is so real to us now one more thing that god teaches us is you know we have to start using scriptures in our life as i shared with you today unless and until when you are in a trouble you have to first create that situation of blessing that situation okay now if you say god i believe you are working in my life i trust you i'm expecting something good to happen today i bless the day i said brother russell talks about blessing your or commanding your morning or blessing your morning you start your day by saying lord i bless this day great things are going to come in this day i can see so many breakthroughs that will happen all those hurdles that are stuck i see all blessings because you have broken them and turned them to blessings i see blessings flooding me flooding my workplace blessing my employer and you know blessing the colleagues that are with me blessing everyone who's a part of my work life today blessing my going in and coming out blessing everything that happens all the decisions i'll see a wonderful day things will progress as i go through the day so many good things will happen are we understanding this we are opening our mouth and speaking remember it's not in the mind today god taught me this he said open your mouth and speak ask and you shall receive he saying when are you authorizing me to come into your life when will you allow me to step in and say come in but i said lord i said yeah yesterday you did it did you breathe yesterday or you're breathing today every day you're breathing or every second you're breathing can you stop breathing if you can continue breathing then you can continue talking asking me and speaking my word out and i feel it's so real that we take god's word and start speaking so if i if i take me take me to philippians 1:6 Thank you Jesus. I'm convinced and confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus the Now, time yeah. of his yeah, return i mean thank you sir thank you jesus thank you sir for reading that i just want to ask you sir you this as well i am convinced and confident of this very thing that that he who has begun a good work in you will continue and complete it now i'm asking you if god has started something good in you okay would he complete it yes absolutely if his word has said it that he'll complete it now this could be even at your workplace if god has started a project through you okay he has blessed you with something and he has started this project to you and people will be blessed and they'll know i mean if if this person is doing it where does god give him where does he get such wisdom maybe we need to know who and you know one thing if christ has started that with you in your workplace also he will complete it are we understanding this yes so yeah. are we confident and convinced that god has begun a good work in us in our ministry in whatever we do in life he will ensure that he completes it god doesn't start something and keeps it halfway and we sometimes are like halfway 
oh i started but the word here today could bless someone you could use this scripture in your in your work life i am convinced and confident of this very thing god who has started this good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it so if you have been starting to build your house god will complete the house if you are started applying for a job god will give you the job if you have put your first step to saying that i my children will get married by looking for marriage proposals i tell you one thing your child will get married today i was praying an agreement prayer with somebody i don't even know but someone asked me for an agreement prayer and i prophesied in the next 3 months your your child will find a match and i am i am confident in spirit that i have said this prayer the lord has made it real to her we both agreed and i said your daughter will find a husband and i know in spirit it's happened in the next 3 months i will stand up and say this testimony because it's important that we know if god has started something he will complete it and that's why you could use this scripture in your real life okay so just hold on to that scripture it's a blessing for somebody who wants it uh take me psalm 37:3 for want of time we have to trust rely on and have confidence in the lord and do good dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness now the point here is the faithfulness if god is faithful then you can definitely feed securely you can do your job properly you can do everything properly you can do everything correct if you know he's yes. faithful yes the biggest doubt is when the devil says what if god does it then what if he is not faithful then what then what now this scripture can say trust in the lord and do good it's not saying anything it's saying trust have confidence just do good just trust in the lord dwell in the land and feed securely on his faithfulness because he is faithful amen amen so it's important that we realize these scriptures are important okay i'm giving you another one isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 every scripture that we take is important in our prayer life okay even the previous one as we give you know if god has started something good in you he'll complete it so that is something which is important so hold on to that scripture if you're stuck somewhere in your studies if you're stuck somewhere in your marriage life you're stuck somewhere half stuck that scripture is for you because if god has started it he'll complete and bring god into that equation and that project will get completed amen whoever's project is stalled because of a lack of faith or faithfulness we will i i prophesy in the name of jesus that that scripture comes alive to you and you are prayer will get complete or the the very project that you have started be it a house be it a your business be it your finances be it whatever you have i prophesy in jesus name as a prophet i declare this god has given that authority to me to declare it in the name of jesus and i declare it in your life that it will come to pass amen okay take me to isaiah chapter 30 verse 18 
therefore the lord waits expectantly and longs to be gracious to you and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you for the lord is a god of justice blessed happy fortunate are all those who long for him since he will never fail them okay so the question here is we read since he will fail them the never word is not in that dictionary so what really happens is sometimes you get scared what if god does what what if he you know changes his mind then what now the question is all that and that those are the thoughts of the devil i i always i share today and i'm sharing this with you if you do not open your mouth and ask for the blessing in your life that blessing won't come to you have we got this yes so it means your mouth is given to get the blessing you have to open your mouth and speak that blessing and claim it and take it i'll tell you many times sometimes i'm praying over somebody asking i was praying gift of tongues i still remember this testimony of a young girl who was i said i prophesied you know somebody will have the gift of tongues during one of the session and this lady got the anointing so powerful that even after we closed the the tongues she was in tongues continuously for hours and hours in fact you know it went on 3 4 hours even after the prayer meeting was over in 2 or 3 hours next morning she cried and said brother i can't tell you how the holy spirit became so real to me and i i was saying not i was just so you were claiming it for somebody else i just claimed it and i got it in god's kingdom who claims gets are we getting this yes there is nothing like one okay one person is healed okay you are healed if you claim that healing you also get it because god is giving the healing and in god's kingdom this is not like okay like we as people say okay one one okay take this one with god there is no it's multiplication are we getting this yes so how many people claim it all will get it so today i am playing for someone and if somebody else claims it he also gets it just because he claimed it and this is how i understood the realm of the spirit it works that way are we getting it so yes. if you start learning this if somebody is blessing someone else and you also claim that blessing you get it just because you claimed it and your family gets blessed because you claimed so you have to understand how it operates get deeper to understanding how the realm of the spirit operates blessings come when you start claiming them okay so it's important that somebody else claims and these are real testimonies i'm giving it's not that i'm speaking uh people get anointed and somebody else claim the anointing they also get okay so we also have to keep on saying that your word says you are ever and ever present help in the time of trouble i know that you love me and that you are working on my behalf right now so i know one thing that when i start speaking to god that you are there with me right now in my time of trouble and you are present to me okay psalm 46:1 verse 1 some more scriptures for you now these scriptures are real so you can hold on to them in times like these so this teaching is meant for us to take these scriptures and apply them it's not about brother you taught a nice teaching now huh? very nice this is not a teaching of nice and not nice it's a teaching of applying in your life and seeing the blessing okay Yeah, Psalm forty-six, verse one. God is our refuge and strength, mighty 
and impenetrable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. Okay, so what the word says, he is present and he is there, well-proved, help in trouble. So if you depend on him, he will come. Now, I remember one preacher saying, okay, uh, there should be a powerful teacher called, uh, you know, Prophet T.B. Joshua. He passed away last year. May his soul rest in peace. He used to say, whenever the presence of Jesus is there, there's miracles. Whenever Jesus comes, is present, there are miracles. And in his ministry, whenever he used to touch people, almost people who are paralyzed, people who are absolutely on the bed, couldn't get up, he just touched them and the anointing flowed and they were healed live in front of everybody. Demons were running away in the name of Jesus. He just took that name and that name was so real. He says, wherever Jesus comes, there will be a miracle. And we sing this hymn, Jesus is our miracle worker. Okay, Jesus is a promise keeper. Many of you have experienced when we took the name Jesus, there was anointing, deliverance. How many of you experienced just the name Jesus? Okay, Savio? Yes. All glory to God, okay? Not to the preacher. Again, I'm saying this. It's all for the glory of God. We have to keep all these tools handy for us. When God is real to you in the time of trouble, you need to go through him and take a refuge in him. Like Psalm 91 says. That. So you need to know that he is there. Why should I worry? This is what will create that worry out of you. Worry will only go out if you know there's something greater than worry that can take care of you. Because the focus has to shift from worry to God. And that is what will change. And that's why worship is important. Now, you could be sitting there and just worshiping God. Go into your canteen, go into a workplace, just get into a corner, into your cubicle, close your eyes and just get into prayer. If you can worship God, just, just be in his presence. Start with praying in tongues because that you need to get into that presence. Praying in tongues and then just get in praising God, just looking at him. Just don't look at your problem. Just forget that that problem exists. Forget that that problem exists. Take out that problem from you. Focus only on Jesus and say, Lord, the brother Vivek said, wherever the presence of Jesus is, there's miracles. I know there are signs and wonders, Lord. I can see you. I only know that you are there. And I just look at you. That's it. I'm not asking anything. I'm just focusing on you. Just focusing on you. And I just... And sometimes when you bring music, you know, I exalt thee. This is a simple worship hymn. I exalt thee. I exalt you. I give everything to you. You are all, everything above me. Okay. It's so beautiful. Start getting into that just when you're there. After 10 minutes of your worship, come back into that and you'll realize that your mind has totally changed to that problem. Okay. Even if that situation is there, the way you handle it is much different from what you would handle it by stressing about it. Are we getting this? Yes. So, it's not that we ignore that the problem should. So there's a problem in the workplace. It's not going to go out suddenly. But your approach to it will change when you get into worship. And that's what I'm trying to say. So wishing, you can't wish that problem goes away immediately and it will happen. Sometimes definitely it goes, but we can't wish that. Our mindset has to change. And what really happens, it's good for us to be honest about what's happening in our lives. But worrying and obsessing about it, sometimes you become so obsessed with the problem. My God, what to tell you? I'm fully stressed. There's so much of problem, so much of problem. And your focus is the problem. And the devil is showing more of the problem. And somebody calls you up and says, oh, tell me the problem. And you say, yes, I'll tell you. Somebody else calls you and says, tell me the problem. And I realized that when you speak of the problem, is are you growing in faith or in fear? Fear. Huh? In fear. 
fear, obviously, because when the problem is, you're reiterating the problem, you're magnifying, you're magnifying the problem, not your God. Are you getting? Yes. So when somebody comes in, yes, uh, you know, suppose Agnes, I'm taking Agnes is here. Agnes, can you tell me about your problem? You say, yeah, I'll tell you. You know, it's all big problem. I'm not, I'm just taking this as an example. Okay, Agnes. And you start deciding and talking about your problem. What will happen to you, Agnes? Would you get faith or would you have fear in you? A real practical question to you. Will you have faith in you? Will you say, oh, wow, faith has increased because I told, you know, this brother of my problem, that brother of my problem, you know, everyone meets me outside, even unbelievers. Okay, you talk to believers, you've decided your problem. Okay, now the solution is to make a prayer of agreement and come out of it and say, Lord, you are my solution. I stand in awe of you because you are going to get me out of it. Worship means you don't depend on anyone. You just go, God, you alone. Nothing to do with my problem doesn't exist. You just move out of that. You change focus, shift the focus from the problem to God. That is worship. And worship him for who he is, what he is and what he does in your life. Have nothing to do with the problem. Whatever happens the problem, God is, you just remember the words, the battle is mine, not yours. And just say, Lord, you're the creator. Take over. Just keep on worshipping. Don't ask him for anything. Okay, just remember like the saxophone, the preacher who played the saxophone, he never asked God, heal my father. He just kept his father on the bed and just played the saxophone for the whole night. He never asked God to heal his father. God took over, healed the father. God knows because if you magnify him, things will change. This is a very powerful spiritual truth that I'm sharing today. If you are agree to this and allow this to work in your life, if you get into a situation, okay, if you get into your situation and start taking this and applying this in your life, life will change for you. I'm telling you this. If King Josuath had three different kings coming against him, and if he could bend down and say, Lord, your God, and magnify him, and ask his band to play and praise God, and God actually fought the battle for them, that same God is same alive to us today as well. He's saying, why don't you trust me today? I have not changed. You have changed, but I have not changed. We know in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Why are we changing the Jesus we serve? But somebody meets me and says, but brother, Jesus was 2,000 years. back. was a different time. The Lord doesn't change. The word doesn't change. We change. Are we getting this? Yes. Okay. So when I, I, I would say this, and brothers and sisters in Christ, this is proven, okay, it, including me. When fear and anxiety attack you and you get a panic attack or you get a fear attack or an anxiety attack, I challenge you to stop what you're doing. It may be your workplace. Maybe the biggest thing may be your workplace. Maybe you're, you're, you and your spouse are fighting, okay? Continuously fighting and abusing each other of this. There's difference of opinion. Or maybe you and your child, you know, because they are two different generations, they see you differently and, you know, say mom and dad, you're boring, you're an old generation. And, you know, and there's always constant arguments and you wonder, suddenly you feel, you know, useless or feel that anxiety come over you. I challenge you to stop what you're doing. Be quiet for a moment and begin to worship God. What I'm saying here is take away that. Don't look at that problem. Just take the focus out of that problem. Go to God. Don't ask him anything. Just say, Lord, I exalt you. I worship you. Just things in Galatians 2.20. Okay, take me to that scripture, Galatians 2.20, before we close for today. 
this is what we need to get into and understand this scripture this has to be in our heart this is where the spirit comes and becomes alive for us galatians 220 this should be every believers dream to get into this scripture and live this scripture actually which which paul is talking about okay <clears throat> i have been crucified with christ that is in him i have shared his crucifixion it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith by adhering to relying on and completely trusting in the son of god who loved me and gave himself up for me okay so how many of you agree to this powerful scripture are really brother russell's favorite scripture it's my favorite scripture too and i'm sure brother savio also loves it yes. you agree savio yes absolutely okay see this is of most powerful script this is the very purpose of what we have to understand okay it's most important for us to understand it is that i have been crucified with christ it means the moment you are in christ your flesh has no authority i shared in his crucifixion means i'm dead in the flesh i no longer uh it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me when his spirit lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith by adhering and trusting in the son of god now adhering in the son of god you can't adhere in him unless you are abiding in his word okay you're talking about the word of god you agree savio yes christ to you is the word he is the living word okay so who loved me and gave himself up for me so unless you understand this scripture and this should be everyone's very thing so i i i come back to this before i close whenever a fear and anxiety attacks you get a panic attack suddenly there's a issue i challenge you to stop what you're doing get quiet for a moment first thing get quiet then begin to worship god okay as we seek him we are focusing on him instead of our fears move that from the fear to worship okay instead somebody will just call you at that time and say tell me what's happening and do not go up and say run i'll tell you my story come i'll tell you the whole story instead of getting into that you know if you get there you're only going to feed that fear just move there and say you know what everything is solved so wonderfully it worked for my good romans 828 worked for me. so what you do instead of our fears after all we worship him for who he is for what how what good he has done and what he is going to be doing and what he'll continue to do just say god your god think of the example i gave you even before closing that earth okay i shared with you thousand earths get into one planet called jupiter one planet jupiter can have thousand earths okay 1300 jupiters can get into one sun okay and 5.1 billion suns get into one star which is another you know in another uh, you know it's called uh another star it's called scuti or something xy scuti or something where it is so big that 5.1 billion suns can get into that one star now my question it's a star how how what would be earth if the sun is so big 5.1 billion suns get into that can you imagine who what is earth and who am i in that earth and where am i in that country the nation my city my state my street and why that pride and ego 
are we getting this yes so if you get that equation in immediately think of it earth is so small not even a dot if you can't even see it like so small it is and remember one thing this is the only planet that has life in it i was looking at one thing and i have this chat with my son the younger one and he talks about 88 odd billion galaxies he said that that's only 88 billion on paper there are trillions of galaxies okay we are in one galaxies galaxies and can you believe nowhere it has proven that there is life like earth people are searching that there may be life but there is no evidence of life except earth and in that earth we are not even a speck of dot compared to the amount of how big the stars are and other planets are and in that planet there are so many countries in those countries there are so many states in that state there are so many cities in those cities there are so many districts or you know small suburbs in those suburbs there are so many small lanes in those small lanes there are so many houses in those small houses there are one of them is my house in that one house you know and imagine from that dot still god knows me by name still god you know cares for me obviously as a world a wonderful god today as we close in prayer we want to share and ask god for his um, area of deliverance in our life again you know a small prayer and as we close let's say this prayer and you know just have this thoughts as you ponder and think about the universe imagine change your thought pattern to the universe and think if the earth is just a dot why is my god david cries to god and tells him who am i that you are mindful of me who am i and he says this to god so can we start changing focus from the problem to god and just look at him don't ask anything soon after worshiping him for 10 minutes or 15 minutes come back to the problem now you will smile at him and say lord you already solved it and many times you will realize that we were worried about things that we are not even fearful about okay uh let's say this prayer so we repeat after me father in the name of jesus father in the name of jesus i come to you as a sinner i come to you as a sinner i repent of all my sins i repent for all my sins please forgive me please forgive me Thank you Jesus for taking my place on the cross. Thank you Jesus for taking my place on the cross. Shedding your precious blood for me. Shedding your precious blood for me. And dying for me. And dying for me. I believe God raised you Jesus from the dead. I believe God raised you Jesus from the dead. and now you are seated at the right hand of abba father and now you are seated at the right hand of abba father jesus i surrender my whole life to you jesus i surrender my whole life to you jesus in your mighty name jesus in your mighty name i renounce satan and all his works in my life i renounce satan and all his works in my life jesus i now receive your new life jesus i now receive your new life into my heart into 
my heart and your holy spirit is now ruling over my life and now your holy spirit is ruling over my life jesus you are my lord jesus you are my lord you are my god you are my god and savior and savior i am a new creation in christ jesus i am a new creation in christ jesus praise you my lord jesus praise you my lord jesus for you are good for you are good and your mercy endures forever and your mercy endures forever in jesus mighty name i pray in jesus mighty name i pray amen amen we'll have one more part of the series uh, we'll finish it next week because there's still some content and uh, yeah so you are being blessed by this teaching and if you can apply this and share it on on even the telegram group as to how this is helping your life this teaching also the morning encounters these are all practical things that brother russell brother savio everyone all of us the holy spirit is making it practical for us to apply this in our daily life it's not about attending the session and saying oh i attended it was nice can you apply this in your life you will face a panic attack maybe in the week or some issue remember what you learned here think of the planets think how great god is and think how small am i why should i be worried if he has kept the planets in order then who am i to be worried about anything and that's how you shift from that problem and focus on him just play worship music if you have your phone put worship music keep listening to it and just get into it i'll tell you you'll wonderfully enjoy this encounter with the lord Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us today to teach us such wonderful truths today. And uh, remember what uh, Les taught us today, Les and uh, Sister uh, Rashmi, to have a gratitude journal. Let's try to keep a gratitude journal and be grateful for the little things God does. If we can do it, uh, it's so important. I'm going to keep mine. Uh, thank you, everyone. Good night and God bless. Thank you, Sabio. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Vivek.